This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Join us today as we discuss the weekend's action against Bradford City. We look ahead to our remaining February fixtures and we answer some of your Twitter questions. Welcome to Borough Pods. Bursting from midfield is Rossinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it. On Old Trafford Cracker in front of the Stratford end. Hello, Borough fans. Uh, Today we've got Jay Drakford. We've got Patrick Jackson. How are you, boys? Both of them are muted every week. Every week. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm tired. Tired of all this shit. Um, Drakford, you're right, mate. Understandable. No, I've got a complaint. I want to start this episode with a complaint. Right, well, hang on. Let, should we introduce the other two first and then bring you in? Or? No. It's oh, it's about, about, it's about it's them. About them. Oh, I got them. <laughs> they're, they're coming with a rider. They're annoying me. Normally, I, I cook spaghetti bolognese whilst uh, <laughs> filming this wonderful piece every week. And, oh, no, we only can do six o'clock. I mean, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's nothing to do. Sweet riders at the weekend by fans, and now they're, <laughs> they're telling us what time we hang on, can do. Hang, hang on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend them. That was me. That was me saying six o'clock. It weren't. I was ready at half five, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't them. It was me. Podcasts don't work if everyone talks at the same time, lads. <laughs> you don't get more flexible than me and Dino, I'll tell you that. <laughs> really? Anyway, you've uh, you've heard their dulcet tones now. We've got uh, we've got Stevenage's old married couple, Dean and Steve. How are we, fellas? All right, mate. Good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm good as well, despite <laughs> Dino. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we weren't going to record until Wednesday, and uh, we were going to get Bradford and. Um, and Newport in on a single episode uh, because we're lazy and we don't want to do too much work to get it all in. But but I was so angry at full time on Saturday that the, my as soon as the full time whistle, I was like, "Well, that's us recording on Wednesday on on, on Monday." <laughs> Absolutely steaming. Uh, I don't. I, I genuinely don't even know where to. I don't know where to start. Like, should we should we start with the refereeing performance and then? get that done and out of the way and then move on to the actual football. Yeah, I mean, it's a good job Steve and Dean are here, isn't it? Because there's not much to talk about from the game. <laughs> uh, well, it depends if you want the most biased view from in Hertfordshire, because obviously me and Steve can't see past red-black shirts, and that's <laughs> clearly obvious. But I want to know, all, all these... 
Bradford fans that that, that hate us so much. Um, I've reported them all for piracy because they can only be watching on an illegal stream, I would have thought, because not many of them could afford to go abroad and watch it, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> and and if, if they were on their uh, own clubs I follow, they would, of course, go for the home commentary, wouldn't they? Well, it depends on the quality of the home commentators, of course. <laughs> I must have Dean, Dean, any comments, Dean? What about the, 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 the away commentary? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, I've got some. I've got some comments about one of them. Go on. Absolute fucking pillock, and that's all, that's all I'll go into. And uh, we've got. A, we, oh, I'm going to start. I'm going to start this uh, <laughs> this segment with a uh, Twitter question. Um, because it's been directed to Dina. To Dino. It's from Wasp. Oh. It's from Wasp. <laughs> my good friend Wasp, I think you'll find it. Sorry, sorry. They, they, you, that's right. You do always say, we've got a tweet from our good friend Wasp. Yes, our good friend Wasp. <laughs> was Saturday's ref the worst Dino has ever seen? No. No, I don't think he was because I have I have felt steam coming out of my ears at, at times. And, and I got, I didn't feel too out of control on Saturday. <laughs> Obviously, other people felt a lot more out of control than I did because they decided to run on the pitch. But I, at no point did I ever feel about it. Think about climbing over the fence, getting that getting that old leg over at my age. Um, mind you, the stewards might have just opened the gate for them. I don't know. They might have just, you know, there you go, Dino. Um, I don't think he was the worst. I know Trevor Kettle, you know, that day at Crewe when both sets of fans booed him off the pitch was just classic. Yeah. For him. <laughs> um, if you get booed off by both sets of fans, then you know. You've had a real special yeah. afternoon if both sets of fans boo you off. Um, and I do believe, and I said uh, in this in a reply, it was Hollis was obviously talking about Arsenal because he didn't, didn't talk about Stevens anymore, Mark, does he? <laughs> um, and I was, it's now time, there's no debate about this, it's now time that these fellas come out and they talk to the gentlemen of the press and and justify themselves yeah. and justify their decisions. Like the managers have to, you know, you look at managers... Six defeat on the bounce, and these poor buggers still have to come out and, and talk to the press about how rubbish they've been yeah. and how poor they've yeah. been in their team and how they lost the dressing room. They are, they are, you know, they're put to the sword in front of the nation. It's about time that these referees have to stand in front of a microphone and say, "Yeah, that's not a penalty for this reason." Blah 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 blah. And yeah, John Roberts actually, oh yeah, there was a little. He put his little finger into the fella, and he went tumbling before he scored that yeah. goal. Honestly. It's about time they stood up, got a set of balls, and all this professional game nonsense. I'm sick of apologies. I'm in, yeah. in, I'm just sick of it. And it's about time they say, yeah, they come out and they talk to the press at half five. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I think. It, go on, Jack. Go on, Jay. I was so, so being being in a tunnel at half time. Obviously, the yeah, the referee and assistants weren't weren't welcomed back down that tunnel on 45 minutes at all. But uh, I was stood in there, and uh, Steve Evans walks in front of the of, uh, of the referee, and he said, "He said, how, how can you justify what's happened there? How can you justify it?" And he said, "There was a there was a penalty shout, so there was uh, no intent, and there was no chance. Uh, uh, it, it didn't deny a goal scoring opportunity." So he said, "I'm going to go and watch it, and when I come back out, we'll have another chat." And he came back out and said, "You're absolutely wrong. I've just watched it." He said, "And you're wrong." So end of debate. He said, "I'm a fair man, but yeah." 
end of debate. And it was, it was shocking. It was shocking. But like Dean said, Trevor Kettle sets a very low bar, doesn't he? So uh, you've really got to be straight in the barrel. Oh. He's got some young pretenders coming through as our Trevor, so you know. I don't think you know we might see worse sooner or later. Yes, Lee Doughty is certainly one of the pretenders, but you have got like Huxtable, who is beyond useless. Oh yeah, but he's 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 a, he's a comedy character. <laughs> I don't think he's a real referee. Huxtable, <laughs> don't, don't, don't forget Mr. Webb at Stoke yeah. as well, who yeah. who, uh, who keeps getting championship games and uh, well, so Lee Doughty. Who remembers Steve? Steve, you said at the beginning of commentary, you said, uh, oh, uh, Mr. Doughty, I don't think we've come across him, have we? And I said, no, he's not on my list <laughs> yet. Yeah, he, he yeah. was the... Uh, he was he, he soon was. He was the, uh, the referee culpable for the all the cock-ups uh, in the Wrexham-Sheffield Wednesday, a Sheffield United game. United. Sheffield United game, uh, the replay. Oh. And uh, he's, he's often championship referee, and he got demoted to League Two because he cocked that FA Cup game up. And he's cocked this up. Were, yeah, yeah. And he's cocked the League Two game up worse than than he did the FA Cup replay. Um, but let's let's talk about the penalty incidents. So, from from my point of view, there were four. Oh, get Steve on this. So, get Steve so, on so, this. So, so, my point of view, there were four. So, the first one was um, March coming down on the left hand side. He's the guy. Uh, I think it was um, Stubbs who, uh, or it might have been Platt actually, had him had him by the shirt as they were running into the box, and yep. then I was reliably informed by the 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 uh, Irish gentleman I was on the phone with um, in the Opta Studios that he hasn't just pulled him to the ground; he's pulled him to the ground via the neck, like he's literally strangled him to the t- to the deck. Um, and I. Whilst uh, whilst Luther was down, he was showing people replays of that of that incident, and I could hear people in the background going, "Wait, hang on, the ref didn't give a foul for that," and like they're all laughing about the incompetence. So there's that one. There was a, probably a very touch and go one with Pidge on the other side, where he's quite acrobatically managed to head the ball back across, but he it certainly looked like he was fouled in that. But then there was that cross from the right hand side where March and yeah. I think it was Reed were both like full on wrestled to the ground in the box at the same time. Like, so, I mean, you could certainly give, give, give given a penalty for either of them. And if, well, in, in, in three incidences there, there were four penalties. Yeah. Wouldn't they? yeah ex- ex- exactly. The, the, the Pierre Gianni one, possibly, possibly not. I might be being, I might be being a little bit overzealous with that one, but the other three are, Stonewallers, they're absolutely stonewallers. Well, I, I couldn't, I absolutely couldn't believe the one that you were talking about when the two in the middle yeah. just got thrown to the floor. I mean, if they, if if that doesn't happen, that ball ends up in the back of the net. One of them would have got yeah. it, but there, it wasn't even as if that you know you could see they were arms flailing or whatever. They were flying through yeah. the air. They were absolutely hauled wrestled whatever you like manhandled it's a, it's a penalty every day yeah. of the week mm-hmm. yeah i mean that was such a delicious ball from luther wasn't it? five yards out Five-year. you just gotta get you just gotta get your, your you know your toe or your your backside or you know even the end of your knob would have put that in <laughs> <laughs> and god we missed him when he went off as well didn't we like that really stuffed us down that road. I think that's a second problem. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Pat, what were your thoughts on these penalty incidents from the East? Because obviously we're all we're all west side. West side. Um, we're on the other side of the of the pitch, so you've got a completely different view of it from us. 
yeah, the most egregious one for me was the first one on Marsh, yeah. where he was grabbed outside the box, and then the guy kept holding him as he ran into the box, and he eventually went over fairly cheaply, but he's been being fouled for literally seconds at that point. There's no other players blocking the view of it. The linesman had a perfect view of it. The referee had a good view of it, and he signalled no foul. He loved signalling no fouls, a big theatrical prick. Um, and yeah, so he give it the big, oh, that's not a foul. It's like, mate, it's been a blatant foul for multiple seconds and you've had clear line of sight of it. You should be given a penalty there. The one at the back post, I was kind of expecting because it's like, it's a 50-50 one you've seen him given and he's already waved away an absolutely blatant one. So you should be probably erring on the side of making it up in that scenario. Yeah. Um, and the one on pitch I didn't really see, so no judgment on that. Mm-hmm. But the, but the one you're talking about with March, I remember calling it at the time. Dino wasn't quite so convinced. But then we saw the replay, which was obviously from the East Terrace, and you could actually see from behind the two runners, and you could see it was just so deliberate. And I'll go back to Villa Park, the penalty yeah. we won there, Mr Graham Scott, who got it spot on because the first foul was outside mm-hmm. the area. You play the advantage, yeah. and the advantage was he's got into the area, and then he gets fouled again. Yeah. That's your advantage, and that's exactly what happened on Saturday. And I tell you what, I'd let you off not giving that one if you then don't give the one on Sweeney second half where he's pulled his shirt, because both of them are penalties. Exactly. Both of them for similar infringements, so you either got to give both or you've got to give I, neither. You can't pick and choose when you leave. I don't, I don't think they are similar, because Sweeney hasn't strangled the fellow as he puts him on his ass. Like, like, I don't disagree that the Sweeney one was a penalty, especially because the referee was in Sweeney's face seconds before saying, if you carry on the shit, I will give a penalty. The free kick came in. I'm, I'm just looking at that, Nate. Now, I've got, I've, got it, I've got it frozen on my screen next to yeah. me. So, Boswick's in between the referee and, and, and what's happening. The, the five, the Bradford five, is in the air. His shirt is up, I grant you. But he's also, the, the five has got his hand on Sweeney's shirt around the neck. Right. And you can see, when you when you press play again, you can see when Sweeney's going, what? His shirt is, is dragged down, yeah. where you, there's obviously been a tug. So, it, it, in, the, in, in, in a phrase I like we like to use, it was six of one and a half yeah. dozen of the other. I can see yes. why he's given it, but then I cannot see why he hasn't given any, any of the yeah. other four. I think any of the other four are as much or more of a penalty that, than that. Yeah, yeah. So, I think Cook's reaction was brilliant as well because the, the, he's, the referee's given it, and when he's given it, it was almost like a second take from Cook because then he realised, oh, we've got a penalty. He wasn't yeah. expecting the penalty. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, and, think, I, I think, I think, it, it, I think it was a foul from Sweeney. I mean, if, if, from what Dino's saying, it was a foul on Sweeney as well. So you could perhaps offset them and just allow play to continue. But I, I, I'm not, I'm not annoyed that he gave the penalty for that because Sweeney got given the warning seconds. They all did. They all got given a warning seconds before the free kick came in. Like they knew that they were going to give away a penalty if they were holding any shirts. Um, and and rightly fucking so, right? It's not something that should be happening. Um, yep. But to give that, which was nowhere, like, was not as bad as any of the fouls on our players in the first half. That's that's the that's <clears> the <throat> issue here. It's the inconsistent. It's just complete and utter inconsistency. That I don't even know if it's bordering on incompetence. Like like it because that level of competence shouldn't should it shouldn't be possible for that level of incompetence to exist it's bought it's almost corruption 
at this at this stage. Well, it has I, to be. I actually, I actually said in commentary, um, and I had to choose my words carefully, but I just felt after the goal, which was a goal, don't get me wrong, um, and then the penalty, the referee was so quick to give the decision, a key decision, mm-hmm. uh, w- without any, you know, without, he just gave it. Yeah. And it was just too quick for me, and I didn't like that. But again, it comes from the fact that he's already told them, I, if I see it, it's, I'm going to give it. He, he knew it was going to happen. It, like It's almost like he's he's gone, I'm going to blow the whistle here because it's absolutely 100% going to happen. And then, you know, he he was probably going to give the penalty regardless. That's 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 he that's the sort of performance he gave where you just knew he was going to give something and and uh, I didn't see I never actually saw in the second half Roberts put the ball in the net all I all I saw was the foul so I I saw the foul or you know the supposed foul the dive um, and I was already sort of looking I was already looking at my screen by the time the ball hit the net so when I saw the replay and I saw the ball go in I was apoplectic. Well, I'd, we, I'd kind of forgotten that one until I saw it yesterday on, you know, yeah. on, on, on Twitter, um, because it happened, and you just thought, well, I, again in commentary, we said, I don't know what happened there. That didn't look like a foul, and then I'd forgotten all about it. And then you saw that yesterday. It was just a joke, an absolute yeah. joke of a decision. And why are people like that allowed to? officiating things that people's careers could be uh, you know could be won or lost on yeah. it's, it's just it's just a joke it is it's a complete and utter it's it's absolutely vile that they have people that are going to put performances in like that and they do not strip them of their license to but 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 the thing is Nate 2-0 and a penalty you go in at 3-0 they're D and B, don't they? Absolutely. But there ain't no coming yeah. back from Bradford. No, they not a chance. Not a chance. The referees made Mark Hughes' halftime team talk for him easily. Yeah. So yeah. if we so if we talk about the football, if we talk about the actual the game, I thought aside from the referee and the penalty decisions, I thought the first half he started nice and open. They were they were you know they were a little bit more assured on the ball than we were, and they certainly felt like they they found their feet a little quicker than we did. But we we they didn't come at us like you know like I, I say quite often if you come out at us straight from kickoff it's going to take us 35, 40 minutes to get ourselves into the game because we're just not used to it right it happens all the time and we saw it in the second half they came steaming out at us got a goal and we capitulated now a lot of that was the fact that Luther was missing by then but it's what happened is that is what happens that's the way to beat us you come out at us you don't you give us hell for the first ten minutes and we don't know how to cope with it, it just can't do it. And it's, it's it looked like a five side game that first half hour. There was no well, one had more than half a second on the ball. There was tons of head. There was more more headers than like completed passes feet to feet. One hundred and four headers in the first half. As Steve Evans was told after the game, yeah, in his interview. Oh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't listened to it because I, I I've been too angry up until this point to listen to uh, listen to uh, listen to it. Um, I might I'll go and listen to it at the end. Um, but yeah, he was very controlled. To be fair, I, I missed the beginning, but um, he was very controlled. Not you know a different kind of Steve Evans to that that was after Stoke, and you know he didn't hang around after, did he? Straight that straight down the tunnel and and, and gone. Um, 
Well, he, he went down the tunnel and said, right, let's go and talk to him. So he, he went into <laughs> the referee after us. Um, so, but yeah, so the, re- the rest of the rest of the first half, once we got a, once we got ahead, we were in complete control. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Bradford left their half other than maybe the odd foray where they punted it long and, and chased after it. Um, I thought the way we moved the ball was superb. Um, well, I mean, I don't. I would give props to Bradford the way they handled our press. Like I haven't seen a team handle it like that all season, because um, our press was good and it was and, and it would have been affected had they had somebody in that back line who was prone to panicking. But the way they just moved the ball around, they didn't panic when we pressed. Yeah, they, they 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 worked their safe. They worked their way forward. They progressed forward. They didn't just hump it long. I thought that was a superb, I'll, superb. I'll, I'll challenge you a little bit on. I'll challenge oh, you a little bit go, on that on. because because they were doing the Man City. Oh, uh, well, 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 well. So, so yeah, that that is fucking outrageous. <laughs> giving the ball to the goalkeeper, <laughs> it was worse for them than it was for us. Give, giving the ball to the goalkeeper, who then f- scoops it up with his hand to the to the centre back. He then puts yep. it down and fucking passes it back to him. Yeah. and then he larrups it up the pitch just fucking horrendous <laughs> no but when they've got the ball in open play at the back we've got we've got yeah. we've got reed we've got march we've got roberts all pressing them they just moved the ball with such assurance and there's no panicking they moved it really well and you can't you can't just deny deny that they that they didn't do it they did they were they were superb at the back unfortunately yeah, I mean, in possession. That, 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 that whole style of play is done for a reason. It's to drag us out, you know, and create yeah. space. And you'll end up playing with an extra man because we've, we've killed ourselves going to the ball. So it took us a while to get used to that. And then you did see, I think it was about 25, 30 minutes that we decided not to go in and press. <laughs> so that's what they were doing it for. They were just trying to pull us up the pitch. And yeah. it's a great it style of play. It works. Um, I think what you've got to remember is, Jake Reeves is the man that kind of conducts all that yeah. pressing, isn't yeah. it? And he can sometimes get himself forward, he gets himself back. I like him in that advanced role that we saw in the second half at Villa, where he does really yeah, cause does, havoc. Yeah. And Paul wasn't really doing that. I, I mean, he did other things that, that, that I liked, yeah. so I'm not going to you know, criticise that whatsoever, but he didn't really get involved. And of course, we have Bozzy, which you know, he doesn't really sort of... He doesn't harry, does he? he just leaves a stripe and... Uh, yeah, Bozzy, Bozzy was superb. I mean, I think Pid, Pid yeah. was our best player on the field by a country mile. Then it was Forza Kasky. Then it was Bozzy. For an hour. Um, all right, for an, you love you. You need to make sure that gets in, don't you? Every time for an hour. But I think, but no, he was he was excellent. Well, you can't say it unqualified because part of the reason we struggled in that last half hour was we kept him on twenty minutes too long and his legs had gone. I, I genuinely think I was thinking that at one point, and then I thought I was watching him, and I thought, no, no, you're all right, Bozzy, you're okay. I don't know, but it depends what you want out of him in that last half. You want him to sit in front, then he's going to be all right. If you want him to, you know. Have some thrust. No, he ain't gonna give. He ain't no, gonna no, give. He's, yeah, but you, you hear Evans talking up how good the squad is, and then you go, yeah. yeah. But do I want Campbell or Taylor on when Bozzy's done an hour? Are they going to do a better job, or am I just going to sit and wait for them for the last nine minutes? We needed to be more proactive in this one to regain some yeah, sort of yeah. control and get back into the game. I wanted to see one of the front two come off for Reed or Rose and either Taylor or Campbell on for Bozzy for the last half hour to give them the time to work their way back into the game so it wasn't all so frantic. Yeah. So like, once we did make the substitutions for Rose and Norris, it was just 
pummel it forward vaguely towards them. There was no craft. Yeah, it was far, far, far too late. And we early in the early parts of the season. I mean, all the all the way up to probably even you know mid November, late November, we were saying something that Steve's done in, incredibly well is his use of substitutions has changed games on multiple occasions where like and he's not doing it now and like normally around this time of year you know just late december january you start to see managers not making substitutions to make a point that they want to buy players they want to sign players they want to bring players in that's all gone now and he's still not making substitutions at the time that a critical time has he like at that point has he got his eye on newport already like i don't believe i can't that doesn't sound like steve to me um i think he wants to win every single game and certainly the home games so I, I i have no idea why he wouldn't have made substitutions around the 60 65 minute mark it seems it seems it's become bizarre. a bit of a trend and it's a trend that needs turning back around again absolutely i i just for me i think sides are working us out a little bit now um whereas before we were kind of under the radar now we're up there and sides have seen us against Orient and they saw what Orient tried to do to us and got absolutely obliterated for um, and I thought that Bradford were going to do pretty much the same on Saturday and they tried it in the first half and they got nowhere with it and they turned around a goal down and Hughes obviously got into them and said look that's not how we want to play if we're going to play like that we're, we're going to lose this game um, and he turned it round. And I think, you know, he's Mark Hughes, whatever people say of him, he's he's a clever man. He's been there and done mm-hmm. it. And um, he he can spot a game. Yeah. And um, I think he did that on Saturday. It was weird how deep they had Andy Cook play in first half because he was fairly anonymous. Yeah. And then some of the fans around us started heckling him for absolutely no reason. If the one of the most potent players on their team is doing nothing, don't rile him up. Just leave him alone. Yeah. Let him carry on doing nothing. That's to our benefit. But second half, they pushed him on, and we didn't handle it very well. To assist and a penalty, assist for that first goal. But yeah, like that assist, the finish was outstanding from uh, Derbyshire. Derbyshire. He he doesn't (laughs) score very often, but when he does, it's an absolute belter, isn't it? Apparently, I celebrated it going over the bar before it dropped in, which is just (laughs) insult to injury. Yeah, the people people in the west, like down that end, were like screaming at the lino. And I do understand because the liner was 15 yards behind player at all times. But, like, he has to flag that. It was a good foot over the goal line. Like, it was a, it was a superb oh, we finish. That. We could see that was over. Yeah. And I don't think there was any doubt about that. He got that one spot yeah. on. Yeah. In fact, it was, it was probably over twice. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, it was... Uh, they, they they just played superbly in the second half and we didn't that's that's the that's that's the that's the, that's the part of the story that we that I wanted to focus on really I didn't want to talk too much about the referee uh you know we we sort of have to right we have to because it needs to be addressed uh but we were nowhere near good enough in the second half nothing we did was was good i mean their their third goal um, the defending on that was absolutely pathetic. So Adam Clayton hand handballed it over on the over on their left flank. He, um, uh, Tomkinson, e- everyone around him stopped, except for the except for the uh, the Bradford lads. Um, I think it was Walker that picked the ball up at that point and started moving it forward. Um, I know it was, it was Cook, wasn't it? Sorry, Cook. It was apart from Cook who started moving the ball forward because the whistle hadn't gone. Everybody else stopped. 
dead in their tracks because obviously the ball had hit someone's hand and it was a handball. Um, Pidge, you there can't was, foot. There was, a lot, there was a lot of luck involved in that goal and I yeah. said it at the time and Dino disagreed with me. Well, but I, there, there is because... There were there were like two or three rebounds in there where it's just come back at their feet. Yeah. And don't don't get me wrong. They took it once they got it down and controlled, and the 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 little reverse ball through to Walker and the finish was yeah. great. But it was just it, it was just horrible. Yeah, I mean, there's there's three there's three things that Borough have fucked up there to enable Walker to get that opportunity. Right? It's pitch slipping and falling over, which you know it, it happens at, at times. You, there's not. You can't really blame yeah, before, that, before that, game, before that, you've got Tomkinson and Sweeney on the on the right touchline. Yeah, I don't know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Hood should never have been in the position where he's had to sit no. because he's he's too far. And one, when yeah. when pitches on his ass and he and he looks like he's won the ball, Sweeney just stops dead. Tomkinson's well out of position. Sweeney stops dead. The ball comes through. Their uh, their man was offside, but left leaves the ball for Walker. He collects it and tucks it away incredibly neatly. Mm. You know they scored. They scored. They scored two very good goals. Um, and you can't really. And you know the, a penalty that is fair. So it was a good penalty as well. To be fair, yeah, the keeper put, nearly got to it, but it was drilled real yeah, hard, real wide. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things that we we made a rod for our. We, I don't know whether at half time they were like, we can't. What are we going to do to win this game? Because we feel like the ref's going to take it off us, or he's he's going to stop us from going on. I don't know. They just look sorry for themselves in the second half. They didn't know. They didn't know what to do, and it's not. It's not a, not a typical Stevenish performance at at all, is it? It it was just. Well, we contrived to lose three two to a side that only had three shots on target, which is never good. And we mentioned Tompkinson. He came on for Luther, who was playing basically right back, but he looked like he was playing right centre back. And the combination of him and Gilby down that right hand side just wasn't coordinated enough to have the success we had first time. Gilby was dreadful, wasn't he? <laughs> when you look back when you look back at the game which I did afterwards and, and I felt differently on Sunday than I did on Saturday, I have to say. But you you also think of the chances that we did have, and in the second half, I mean, Noza hit the crossbar. Yeah. Uh, their keepers pulled an absolute blinder of a save. Was it over the line? Wasn't it? I don't know. No, nah, it, it doesn't look over the line to well, me. Well, you can't tell. You can't tell from that. I don't know. There's some people saying it was definitely over. Some people saying it definitely wasn't. It was one of those. But again, the referee was kind of quick to make the decision the way he felt he wanted it to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> And um, you know another couple of saves from the keeper. There was the there was the Jordan Roberts incident and everything. We, we've created the chances. We've we've had the, the the shots on target. We had more shots than they did. Um, and yeah, we're still beating ourselves up about it. I and I'm, and I'm not sure that we really deserve that because I think on another day we would have we'd have beaten a, a, a poorer side than Bradford. And a, another day and another referee, and we'd have won that four nil. Yeah. But, but yeah. the second half performance, like I almost, I almost don't think it mattered how many goals ahead we were going into that second half. We could have been three or four nil up. I think that that second half performance was absolutely horrendous. And if they did us in that first and, ten, didn't they? They did us in that. And if we'd ten. have played, if we'd have played like that in the second half, no matter what the scoreline was, we were always pushing our pushing our luck. 
always. Um, you know, I think we got incredibly lucky with the with uh, Sweeney's goal in that second half. It sort of came. I felt like it came from nothing. We weren't really troubling, and that's what we do at the moment, isn't it? We don't. We don't. We don't really trouble. We don't really trouble. That's what we do, isn't it? And, and this was the concern. This is the concern. I don't know where our last goal in open play was, but um, in the loop, but it seems like an age ago and if we don't get corners and we don't get free kicks into the box you do feel sometimes that you're not going to score however you say in that you had the Roberts effort that was ruled off um, and then Nozer had that chance that you know he looped and it just needed another half a yard and that would have dipped, dipped under, the, under the bar wouldn't it and how many times last season did we we really have a go saying why are we sitting back? Why do we sit back when we're drawing or we're a goal ahead? Saturday, we didn't. At two all, we were going for the third um, and got caught on it. Um, we don't do that anymore. We we are going out to win games. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> I agree. I mean, in, in that first half, the... Um... Yeah. They did have a very good yeah. chance, Bradford, didn't they? And he, he put it over. He was sort of one on one with the keeper, wasn't he? He was a twenty-three. Got through, and, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. a shocking. It was a shocking um, miss. So that was probably their their great chance of that half. Um, but that was about it. That was literally their, their only chance. But <clears throat> hey, tomorrow night you, you, we're in the stage of the season where we get the chance to put things right pretty quickly. But then you have to look at it and go, well, we've, we've picked up another injury, haven't we? We've, we've Terence out and Reevesy out, and now it looks like you know Luther obviously hobbled up at half time. But I mean, so and another another point is, I know Tomkinson came on uh, and he's deputised for TVC really well um, in the middle. But why? Where's Kane Smith? Well, look, look I had this conversation with someone yesterday. If you've got a versatile player, and let's face it, you're not often going to take Luther off. Agree? Yeah, I'd agree. The, the form he's been in the last couple of months, absolutely. Kane can only play in that one position. So you've got Jonathan that can play in, in, in any Apparently. of the five. So if you're getting in, you know, you've got a, a chance of one of the five picking up at the injury rather than just Luther. So I get it now we have to leave players out of the squad and Campbell was another one that was unfortunate to be left out. Um, and, and that's why I think it yeah. is because, but I, I don't think we'll see that happen again. No, I mean, no, no, he won't. He won't play right back again. Like when he came in, I, I was talking to a Norwich fan, and he said that he said he can play. He can play left or centre. Um, yeah. And I don't know whether Norwich are saying, "Oh, and he can play right," just to make him seem a bit more attractive. Mm-hmm. But he was, he was, he was, he was, he, was, he, was, he just looked lost to see, didn't he? He was either playing right centre back or he was playing right wing back. He never seemed to be in position. He was either too high, too high yeah, up, or Luther too central. Injured, Sorry, and you know, Luther doesn't get injured, right. and Luther doesn't get sent off, and and that, so the chances of having to make that change are slim. So I suppose it's horses for courses, and you know, you put him, you put JT in rather than than Kane, but obviously Kane will fill in tomorrow night. I would have thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kane started the season pretty pretty well, didn't he? Um, he had a little bit of a dip. He's he's a, he's better going forward than he is defensively. Kane, uh, whereas, yeah. whereas Luther for a long time was better <laughs> defensively than he was going forward. I think. Um, We're about to lose Drakas. Do you want to get some thoughts in before you go, mate? 
No, I've got honestly. I think you've hit the nail on the head with everything this evening. I've been quite quiet sitting and listening. For me, it was probably one of the busiest games of the season. Doing what I do, and to be fair, a lot of the time, I tell you, come and watch the game from my view because I can hardly see anything. It's mad. After well, Saturday, I had to jump over Reevesy every time I was trying to see what was going on. But um, yeah, no, you're 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 all incredibly right. Um, t- tomorrow's again another huge game in it, and uh, yeah, who, who knows. Who knows what brings tomorrow night? But yeah, we certainly, as Dean touched on earlier on, got to bounce straight back and uh, and, and put things right. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, see, seeing as you've you've brought up tomorrow, let's let's talk about tomorrow because I don't want to I don't wanna keep battering that Bradford game until it's until <laughs> it's dead because I'm just going to get angrier and angrier. It's like talking about the tour. It's going to be like talking about the Tories. Um, so we we've got we've got Newport. So they've they're on a they're on a, a a fine run for sort of the position they're in, right? They've two wins, a loss, and then two uh, sorry, two draws, a loss, and then two wins in their last five. Um the draws against uh Crawley and Rochdale, which you know you you'd like to think that most teams most teams in the league would beat both of those. Um Carlisle, they lost two, which is an, again unsurprising. They beat Swindon, who had a red card, and they beat Barry, who had a red card. Um, so they might be thinking that they're just starting to put a little bit of momentum together. Um, where does that leave them in the in the table? I've got the table up. They are currently 18th. 28 games played, 32 points. There you go. So you'd like to think we'd uh, we'd we'd win that game regardless of it being away. But um, our away form has been abysmal. Our away performances have been abysmal, and like, uh, hang about. No, hang no, about. no, 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 no. I'm not having it. Hang give, about. give it a, give our, it a our rest. Our away form's been abysmal. Abysmal. Yeah, because we're not beating teams we should be beating. We've lost two away games all season. That's not abysmal. Right, you know what, That's might, what I might be being asked. You, you want, you want to be, you know, you want to be losing. Few you, won't become, you won't become podcast you know, you, personality of the year by being harsh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a business okay, away okay, so, I'm not having Okay, okay, okay. Form no, I will I will I will You I will. wanted the trouble is, mate, you wanted your blooming ah. jam on your toast as well as your butter. That's the trouble we and hang hang about. I said I I've said all season long you take a draw at every away game. 100%. So you should be fairly happy then because right. we've got right. four wins, seven draws, two losses. Uh, I don't I don't care about the weather. The performance at Harrogate was shit. The performance at Sutton was shit. Wow. Oh. Oh. I, wa- I I may have wa- I may have watched <laughs> the Harrogate game live. I may not have done. Don't don't say anything, Dean. Um and I I watched the Sutton. I watched 60 minutes of the Sutton game back before I wanted to hang myself. Um <laughs> we were dreadful in both of those games. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to have. It was like playing ourselves in the middle, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. We come up against the team, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It, it was. It certainly wasn't one for the purists, was it? No, um, absolutely. Go on, Steve. Not. Give us. Give us your assessment of the the uh, Sutton game. The Sutton game. Well, from what I saw of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was, the M25 is a nasty mystery. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but again, um, I, you know, uh, before the game, I would have taken a point. Sutton and no mugs. They've certainly picked their season up, and they, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna be featuring between now and the end of the season. 
um, and and hurting some people. Um, and we came away with a point. We never looked like losing that game. Um, no. Probably didn't look like winning it either. But I'd, I'd take a point there. I mean, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I think, I think Saturn are okay. Eastman, who, who um, Steve and Neil quietly re- refer to in their commentary as one of my favourite players in the league. And, you know, he's, <laughs> some people would describe him as playing on the edge. I would describe him as an absolute shithouse. But <laughs> he, he's my kind of player. And he got sent off on Saturday, funnily enough, didn't he? Up at Hartley. Yeah, and, yeah um, he did, yeah. Know, they are, uh, you know, what... what um, Gray and Jason have done there is nothing short of phenomenal for me and we played them at the right time earlier in the season they were beset with injuries they got that injury in the yes. game they're going to beat teams in the top seven between now and the end of the season guaranteed and and when we played Sutton as well don't forget we had some players in there who are still very very new to the squad um, and I think it showed I think it showed mm-hmm. Horgan uh, Forstakowski the goalkeeper yeah. Um, uh, even at the uh, centre back as well, um, Tomkinson. Um, so you know w- we had almost half a side there who who weren't with us before Christmas. So you know I'd, I'd take that draw. I'd take that draw at Sutton, and I came away from that thinking, well, you know, I, that's what I'd have taken beforehand, and um, yeah. and, and I'll, I'll stand by that. Yeah. Okay. So so let's have, let's have a look at this. Uh, we've got. I mean, February has been a horrible month, hasn't it? Sutton away, Bradford at home, Newport away, Stockport away, Tranmere at home, Wimbledon away. So we've got we've got one one point out of those two games so far. We've got a potential twelve <laughs> remaining. Right? How many? How many points do you see us finishing February with? So New, we've got Newport Tuesday. I think. I think. Given recent away performances, given their position in the table and their squad and our squad, even with our injuries, I want three points at this one. I'll, th- I'll t- I want three points tomorrow. Yeah, I Absolutely. I mean, we always we we're always going to want it, but I like I I think we have to go in and do a proper yeah. job. We yep, you've got yourself Absolutely. in a position with yeah. previous um, away performances where it becomes less of a want, more of a need at this point. Eight eight points is yeah. what you're aiming for, right? Win your own game, yeah. score your away game. I'd give that. Yeah, absolutely. We might get six. Um, we might get six. Stockport's a difficult one, isn't it? Because they've they've they've, 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 been, they've been they've been flying. Yeah. Try try me. Try me at home. I'd like to win. win. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, AFC Wimbledon. I'll take a I'm quite glad. I'm quite glad. I would take a point, but I'm quite glad we're not playing them when we were supposed to back in December. We're playing them now because they're in worse form now than they were then. So I think I, if we can get four points out of Newport, Stockport and uh, Wimbledon, I'll be satisfied with that. Six points is, I'd love six points um, out of that. I'll be satisfied with four. And then if we get, if we get the, uh, if we get the home wins, I think that's, that's not been a dreadful. We've, we've got to do our work. We've got to do our work in February and March, haven't we? We've got eight games in twenty-nine days in in April. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they, the, the the momentum that you can you can fucking hell, I'm starting to sound like football man a football manager fucking press conference here. But if the runs the the run runs like that can momentum, generate such good momentum, 
but it's killer, isn't it? And if you if you start to slip before you know it, you've lost f- f- three or four in five, and it's and it's and it's hell. But I don't think I don't think Steve will let that happen. Um, and it's, I know that's easier said than done, but I think he's good enough mm-hmm. to recognise what's going wrong and to put it right and to make changes that will make sure that um, things don't happen like they did on Saturday. And I'm not by that. I don't mean that he's going to drop Sweeney because um, you, you you can't afford to do that. No, absolutely But not. I just think that the way that they're set up, the players that he's going to have available to him, we, we'll probably see two or three changes, I would think, to, tomorrow night um, because that's what Steve Evans does. He does recognise where things are going wrong mm-hmm. and he's generally pretty right about it and generally he, he, he makes good decisions. Yeah. we. I mean, we, we, we say it quite regularly that um, it's very rare that you, you, you watch his post-match press conferences and you think, come on, Steve. Oh, come on, you're, 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 you're bullshitting us there. Whereas, like, you know, um, Tisdale, he never, he, if, I don't believe he ever said anything he actually believed after a game. <laughs> no. no. Full of shit, wasn't he? Um, and I've seen Steve's post match for tomorrow. And do you know what? I came, I, I came away from that thinking, you know, that that's exactly what I thought. He said, you know, I was angry. Mm-hmm. Um, after the game on Saturday, but on Sunday I've looked at it and I thought, you know, we weren't that t- we weren't so bad, and and that's exactly how I felt. And yeah, you know, he's refreshingly honest, and I'm, mm-hmm. I can understand what he's saying. I can't I can't understand what a lot of other managers are saying. You know, when yeah. when they when you start talking about a player and you 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 think, oh, you know, he had a good game, and they'll come back and they'll say, well. I thought I, I I didn't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with Steve, I think you can understand what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I I I completely agree. Um, he'll 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 give it them when they deserve it, and he'll you know he speak he'll speak about the fact that we weren't good enough when we weren't good enough. Um, I think I think he's right. I think on the on the balance of things, I think the first half we were we were really good. Second half we weren't, but the first half we were really good. So the performance on the whole was fine you know generally yeah. speaking yeah so. yeah you're right dude <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no no you're right and and we just got we've just got to have faith in him we've got to have faith in him and why wouldn't you <laughs> after the season we've had um and do you know what we'll 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 finish off where we are but boy have we had a good Absolutely. season out of it it's it's crazy it's crazy isn't it like i didn't really start to allow myself to believe that we might win the league until um until we uh, until we beat orient that's when i first started thinking oh we might actually win the league you know especially with i mean even now even now if we win our games in hand over them we're a point ahead it's but, ours to win but <laughs> yeah but it's a, i don't you know i've said it I'm, said it a million times I you I'd always rather have those points on the board than still have to play the games to get those points yeah, on the board. Um Yeah, absolutely absolutely. They're still not scoring a lot, but they just don't concede. Yeah. We're nitpicking because you have to to maintain your levels, right? If you sit back on your laurels and think, yeah, we're doing all right, that's when you slump out of things. So these 
yeah, comments that's, and that's corrections really... of what you need to keep your form high enough to stay in the automatics, right? Yeah. Right, we've uh, we've 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 flogged this data horse, haven't we? Um I've got some I've got some more Twitter questions for us. Um they I think they're pretty much all for Dean and Steve. Um <laughs> the broad way want want to know if you could co-commentate with anyone, who would it be and why? <laughs> Ima- imagine having Graham Wesley on comms with you. <laughs> um I did do a game with him before, and I can't remember can't remember much of it, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think he did that day, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah. Oh, blimey. Um, do you know what, who I would really love to have done a commentary with? And it's never going to happen now for uh, um, good old Jim Briscoe. If if yeah. uh, there's not a lot of people have actually spoken to Jim and, and and would understand the game like Jim did, um, and I, I I miss him dearly because uh, the, the conversations we used to have driving up and down the country were were unbelievable. But he he he, he oh, blind. If, if people were moaning at, at me and Dean on Saturday from Bradford, <laughs> of course they should they should listen to Jim because uh, he would have. Uh, it, <laughs> Just his insight into the game, his comments, his one-liners. I think he'd have everybody in fits. No, it would be Jim Briscoe. I would have loved to have done a commentary with and never did. Um, Mark Roberts, love to do do one with uh, with mm-hmm. Robbo because um, he's such a good communicator, such a good speaker, yeah. um, and he'd been good. And uh, I think we've lost Dino now. So I'll say, well, how could I go anything more than Dean Thompson? What a dream <laughs> pair in there. There you go. I've said it while he's not there. <laughs> we won't tell him you said it. Don't worry. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, next next one. Seeing as we, seeing as we mentioned uh, our old uh, medal winner before, um, Baldur's wants to know, do you, uh, will we ever see Wesley manage a full-time level again? Oh... <laughs> Uh, I think we might, but I think he's, he'll end up National League at best. I don't think he'll... I don't think anyone in the Football League is going to go for him. He, he's, yeah, it, it just amazes me that he's not been involved in the game. Been a long while now, isn't it? He, he does, he's got his column still, I believe, in the, uh, yeah. in, the, in the Football League paper, is it? Yeah. Um, but I've... You don't hear or see much of Graham these days. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think you know. Possibly, he's had his time, and I and, and I don't I don't mean that to be detrimental to him because uh, he's good at what he does. But it takes a certain kind of um, club to want somebody like Graham back. Um, and I don't know if if. If the Graham Wesley way is is modern now, it's not modern enough for for clubs to actually think, yeah, that's the way forward. Fair, yeah. I I think if he if he does get full time full time role, it'll be non league. Like I said, I don't think he'll end up in the football league again. Well, Dino, uh, what does Dino think on that? Graham Wesley, what? would would Graham Wesley get back into uh, full time management? 
I don't think so. I don't, I, I, I don't think so. I think he's got enough going on outside of football where he can just sit back and enjoy it. He's got his boy up at Burnley yeah, now, hasn't yeah. he? And he's just signed a pro deal. Would he, you know, I was I was half joking with uh, with uh, our good friend, Mr. Cooksley, that um, obviously Moose has gone in at Portsmouth and he needs a bit of experience behind him. Would, would, would GW end up down at Fratton Park just to sort of be a, you know, the man behind the Moose? But I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, don't haven't spoken to the old gaffer for, for, for a little while now, for probably a year or so. So, um, yeah, it'd be nice to uh, drop him a message. Uh, but who did he say he wanted to have as co-commentator after my Wi-Fi let me down um, again? You'll, you'll have to see. Um, <laughs> you have to listen, listen back. <laughs> I've, I've actually comment, I've actually co-commentated with 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 my favourite commentator, and it's um, not who you'd probably you know. It's not a big name. It's nobody exciting. But Simon Oxley is always a man of great wit. <laughs> I think we might be losing Dino again there, but he's 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 dropped that lovely little uh, bit. That's a good choice. Um, <laughs> which uh, Martin Copeland wants to know which game in the run up to the close of the season will be? Will do you think will be the defining result to secure our promotion? <laughs> uh, it's going to be Carlisle and or Northampton are going to be massive, aren't they? Yeah, I before Saturday, I thought Saturday could be the defining one, and I think it would have been if we'd won. Mm. Um, but you're right; I think those that Carlisle, uh, and you know, well, hopefully it won't go that far. But last day up at Barrow, that's going to be a tough oh, one as well. Oh, I've got my hotel book for that one. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so have we. Yeah, uh. <laughs> um, and hopefully it, it will just be to go and put the icing on the cake. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to go and to go and secure the actual title last day of the season. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness me. Um and then uh finally uh Matthew Blanchard wants to know uh, how much of a worry is our lack of goals from midfield and attack at the moment? I think we we sort of addressed it, didn't we? We're not scoring nearly enough from open play. Yeah, we didn't mention uh, and it is a massive, massive We didn't concern. mention the lack of shots from shooting opportunity on the edge of the box. And you know, we saw that worldie from uh I forgot his name again, god damn it. The uh Bradford Yeah. You put it in the top corner. We in that scenario almost always didn't shoot. And if you don't shoot, you don't give yourself the chance mm-hmm. to put it in the top corner. So we need to see a bit more of that when those opportunities arise. Yeah, we were saying that a lot about Noz at the beginning of the season, wasn't he? He wasn't pulling the trigger a lot uh, when he had opportunities. And unfortunately, it seems to be spreading rather than other people influencing him and saying, fucking get your foot out. Yeah, foot and maybe that's due to the you know new players bedding into the team. It was Derbyshire the name I was failing to think of. Um, but... Hopefully, we'll start to see that more from your Foster Kaskis and people like that. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great uh, set piece to the really Foster Kaski. Every single one of those corners was exactly. I liked what I saw from him. It bodes well that he's stepping in and looking decent. Um, We saw a bit (laughs) of hesitation from the new keeper coming off his line to pick things up, and that needs ironing out. Um, But you know, we had that for years with Daisy, and it didn't do us too much harm in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it worried me a little bit on Saturday. Um, three shots on target, three goals. Yes, from Bradford. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, that's not what you want from your keeper. But I mean, <laughs> the first one was worldy. He wasn't going to get to that one. The second one was a penalty. <laughs> Third one, they crafted it well and finished yeah. it well. It, lo- um, it looks a lot worse for him than it is in reality, I think, because he, uh, yeah. I don't think he had any, he don't, didn't have much chance with any of them because it, all the finishes, including the penalty, were so well placed and so well hit yeah. that it's rare that you're going to come up against a team that are going to be able to do that. I mean, Bradford don't do that on a regular basis. So it's it's just one yeah. of those things. It's just one of those things. It happens, right? It's, you've, got to, you've got to pick yourself up and move yeah. on, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to we're gonna wrap it up there. I think we've covered, covered the bases and everything, anything. And uh, Dean is dropped in and out about 18, <laughs> 18 times now. And I can't wait to stitch all of those files together, particularly on the ones where he's not even touching anything. Um, Mr. Technology, is that what he called me earlier? He, someone did call you Mr. Technology, didn't they? I think it was Dean, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dean and Steve, thank you very much for uh, gracing gracing us with your presence. No, anytime, anytime. You, it's, the pleasure is all mine, you know that. Good looking Newport. Yeah. Enjoy the enjoy all the day. enjoy the drive back. All day in the bloody car with him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh obviously Pat and Drackers, thank you boys. Drackers has been long gone, but I'll thank him anyway. Bobby. And uh <laughs> and uh well, only one thing left to say, isn't there really? Up the fucking borough. Bursting from midfield is Massinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! On Old Trafford Cracker in front of the Stratford end! What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.